0: Welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. And for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome in. We hope that you will subscribe, share, and review the show. Have you ever stayed in a hotel or vacation rental and inquired about the Waffle Road or the hairdryer? Minone makes it possible for you to shop your vacation rental or hotel. Our guest this week is Mark Hostofsky, founder and president of Minoan. Enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. Really quick before we jump into this episode, we're doing a quick survey for the show and for our listeners so we can learn what you love about the podcast and how we can continue to bring you the content you love more often. In the show notes below, we have a link for you that will direct you to the survey. Once you fill it out and hit submit, you're good to go and you can continue to listen to the show. Thank you so much for your support. Now, back to this episode. Welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. I'm Robin. And I'm Nikki. And we're excited to welcome our guest in today, Mark Kostofsky. Welcome in. How are you?
1: I'm good. How
0: are you doing?
2: Awesome. Awesome. Welcome to the show, Mark.
0: Yeah, we're excited to have you and to hear about the Minoan experience and all that good stuff. We like to start off with uh, your background and your journey. So tell us, who are you?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm well. I'm Mark Kostovsky. I have a background in retail, actually. So I was uh, an early employee at a company called Jet.com, which was an e-commerce marketplace. Uh, the founders of that business actually sold it to Walmart in 2016. So then I worked at Walmart for uh, about three years, and I really started to learn. You know, well, at Jet, I learned a lot about e-commerce and the digital side of retail, and then. Uh, At Walmart, I was still working on the e-commerce side, but I really got to learn the uh, brick and mortar side of the business or how you think about stores, how you think about, you know, setting the modular and uh, optimizing shelf space and all that. And um, yeah, my biggest learning from both of those experiences were that the best product experiences don't actually happen on screens the way they do in e-commerce and they don't happen in aisles or on shelves the way they do in stores. They happen in real moments of use. You know, it's much better to use uh, a hair dryer, for example, when you're coming out of the shower and your hair is wet and you mm-hmm. can see how good it is at mm-hmm. drying and styling hair. And you can't do that online. You can't do that in stores. And, and, and that example is true. We would argue is true for almost every product. You know, it's much better to uh cook with you know cookware and see how it holds up it's much better to use a coffee machine to brew a cup of coffee it's much better to um hop on a peloton bike and take a class and see if you enjoy it or not and so um those are moments that that we were really passionate about and we call that quote unquote native retail you know, because it's, it is retail, but there's no salesperson over your shoulder. There's no shelves in front of you. It's just you and the product in this environment where you can use it and see if, if you like it. Um, and that's what really inspired us to, to start Manoan.
0: I love that. So I'm going to paint the picture and just see if I'm going in the right direction. But a few years back, the Westin was promoting this heavenly bed. Oh yeah. Is that kind of like the, the idea you get, you get to the hotel, you've got this heavenly bed and you have this great night's sleep. And then you contact somebody at the hotel and say, Hey, where can I get one of these? Yeah. I kind of like the experience. Okay.
1: That's exactly right. That, that, the Westin heavenly bed, I think is the, best experience, the best example of how you can integrate a really strong product experience in a hospitality setting and, and uh uh they they sold <clears throat> and still sell a lot of mattresses yeah in that program i think mm-hmm. our, our perspective is it's more than the mattress i mean going back to the hair the hair dryer example
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know if you're a hotel and you got you have a lot of people coming in and staying at your hotel for weddings Think about how important that hairdryer is. Yeah. I mean, that. you as a hotel, the value that you can offer the brands that want to be in these spaces is incredibly high. I mean, for Mm -hmm. any hairdryer brand, it's like, hey, we do 20 weddings a year at this hotel. And uh, we have thousands of people who stay here and get ready here The day before one of the most, you know, potentially the most photographed event (laughs) that they're going to have all year. And it's a moment where they really care about what they look like and they're spending a lot of time styling. How valuable is it for a, a Dyson or a T3 or a Conair to be... There in that moment, it's incredibly valuable. And so I think Ooh. the West and Heavenly uh, did a really good job of realizing the value of the mattress, saying, yeah. Hey, people are actually sleeping on this thing. You know, they're sleeping a full eight hours, three, four nights in a row. That that's a very rich experience. We're creating moments of inspiration. How do we monetize that? And I think we say, yes, but you should do that for everything. And <laughs> these suppliers should not view you as a customer for them to profit off of. They should view you as a marketing partner to help them get their products in front of people in this incredibly rich way. And that the, that small difference has a big impact on, you know, the pricing you should be paying for this stuff, how much money you can make, you know, sort of the whole economics of running your property. And it's complicated. There's like the ordering process, the making it shoppable, the supporting the, the order from the customer experience. So at Minoan, mm-hmm. like, hey, we'll do all that messy stuff.
0: hmm
1: um, mm-hmm. And we'll just make it really easy for you to create these rich experiences and empower them so that, uh, you know, hotels and hospitality professionals, like they have their hands full just dealing with guests.
2: <laughs> yeah. The
1: more, the more work we can take off of their plate and still like enable and empower this experience that that's that's what we get. You know, that's what we're really passionate about.
2: It It's so true when you say that I was just thinking about how much stuff that I've bought because of a hotel stay or different soaps that were in the bathroom that I really, you know, uh, I think when Doubletree as a brand, when they connected with Crabtree and Evelyn, like I just, I had to have that. Yeah. And so it's, it's, and that's when I smell one of their products, that's exactly what I remember. And that feeling of, I had to have it, you know, four seasons they've done it with um lost attain and just these different brands that you experience it and uh you want it (laughs) you you absolutely want it
1: yeah Yeah. it's the best way you know going back to my retail experience like a huge issue in retail right now in e-commerce especially is the return rates are so high um And a big reason my return rates are so high is that like, you don't know what you're getting until you get it. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so if you're buying a candle and you're online and you're like, okay, like sandalwood, that sounds, that sounds like it could smell good. All right, let's do it. And then you get it. And you're like, that is not the sandalwood, you know, I had it. I want and you return, it. and so there's a lot of mismatched expectations mm. from the product, and and in this in these hospitality environments, like, you know, we have like no returns from guests because wow. they use it, they, they use this shampoo, they know they yeah. like it. They slept on the bed, they know they love the pillows, they know they like the rope, they know they love the record player because they used it for four days and got to try it out, and um, that that's you know that that's that's something that's really fun. As well, I mean, returns are bad. It's just not good
0: for anyone. Not good for business.
1: (laughs) Not good for for the environment. No one really wins except for maybe UPS and FedEx and the people who are just bringing stuff back and forth.
0: So you all procure products for vacation rentals, Airbnb, boutiques. Um, Just talk about the concept a little bit. I mean, how did this idea even come up how did you even know that that was a need that you needed to fill
1: yeah so i i I had had this feeling for a long time that retail was just not broken but not being done as well as it could be yeah um just working there because you know on the e-commerce side as a buyer i would get samples and i would use products so i was uh, over a big part of the sporting goods category and like um as an example like we would go meet with suppliers and we would see the different treadmills that they would have mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we would use them all and we'd be like okay this one is way better than this one you know like this one is really really good we can tell that when we use it but then when you're just you see two treadmills and you're taking pictures of two treadmills and you're putting them up on a screen and you're putting a little description. It's like, I actually can't tell which one's better, you know, and mm. then you have to go to reviews. It's like, well, there's a lot of research that's come out that like 50% of the reviews on Amazon are fake. And so then it's like, well, can you even trust the reviews? And so Damn how it. do you make your Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah. Because wow. well, I saw I this on the supplier side because it's so important to them to have good reviews. I mean, it's very similar in, you know, uh, short-term rentals or hotels, but um, if a supplier got a bad review, they would go in and write five good ones, you know, cause they want to mm. buoy like the reviews up cause they know that bad reviews will hurt sales. And so it just has mm-hmm. a cycle of like, you can't tell what's real and what's not. And yeah, so that's sure. that been bothering sure. me for a long time. Uh, and it wasn't until I stayed at a short-term rental, in upstate new york um with my fiance at the time and we woke up and it was like this place is great you know i was like man how long do we sleep what time is it wow we never sleep in like like what is this mattress this is great and we're like pulling the sheets off the mattress to, or off the mattress to figure out what the brand of the mattress is we were uh like using the kitchen because we just went to the grocery store to, to make some things we're like i don't want to eat out every meal let's make stuff and mm-hmm. the knife set was super nice like you know, I realized my knife set at home was not. I was like, this is how cutting a tomato should feel like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it should be <laughs> I
1: mean, we need to know. Like, yeah, not, exactly. Not a
2: saw, but
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and there's lots of things about the the rental that we just were inspired by and love mm-hmm. the coasters. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's when I had this moment. I'm like, man, you know, in my day job, all these brands are t- trying to find ways to create meaningful moments, you know, they're spending billions of dollars on Facebook or Google or TikTok to like have a real pop up for two seconds and hope that that inspires people. And yet in these environments, real moments of inspiration are happening every single day. Yeah. But the hosts aren't getting credit. And so that's what started sort of like, hey, we got to, you know, help hospitality professionals capitalize on this. And then what we realized is that it's not just about making the property shoppable. It's also about helping with the purchasing of the products Mm because the costing should be different if you're a marketing partner. And we also realized as we got into this, that ordering, you know, B2B ordering has not advanced as much as like consumer ordering. You know, if you look at what ordering as a consumer, how much that's changed in the last 20 years, like with Amazon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it's crazy. If you look at what it's been like for businesses, it's like twenty years ago they were emailing a sales rep to place an order, or yeah, you know, or tracking things in a in an Excel sheet. And it's like, well, that's how most people are doing it today. Yeah, and so we realize that there's an opportunity to just make procurement easier, make uh make working with suppliers more strategic Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. think about who is the right partner here and how do we think about it and so that's that's what we've done with mino and it's just a a way for hospitality professionals to work with all sorts of suppliers and brands from the linens to the amenities to the electronics do it all in one place track it in one place and um yeah and connect it to the shoppable side so they can you know monetize everything a little bit more effectively
0: I love the idea of that's having really everything accessible for the guests because yeah. you go into a boutique and you're looking and you smell the the fragrance or whatever it is or you see the sculpture and you're like oh that's really cool but you don't I never thought that I could you know afford it or I could get a copy of it or whatever I just would look and be like oh that's cool you know. But now you go to the, you know, vacation rental or the boutique or whatever. And I like your story about the speaker. Um, and it's like, oh, this where can I get one of these? These this is very cool. <laughs> you know, so I I, I love the idea. It, it's so I mean, why didn't I think of it?
2: <laughs> it? It really it really is cool. I, I mean, I think about the place we rented over the summer, the beach house, everything in there. Was so cute. I was just like, oh, oh, look at this lamp. Look at this table. Mm -hmm. Where these people shop, and you know the um, there were these placemats that looked like flip flops. I could have (laughs) just stole them and put them in my bag because they were just (laughs) they were so cute. But I'm like, I I don't need to get home and have a charge on my credit card for these (laughs) um (laughs) for these placemats. But they were so super cute. So I I love that.
1: Yeah. these these properties are like four walled influencers absolutely so um but they don't get the benefits they they haven't really been getting the benefits of that and so that's what we want to change
0: yeah i love the idea i love the concept it's very cool so how did you um so you come up with this this idea and then how do you go about procuring the products i mean do you go to west elm and say hey i've got this idea or did somebody come to you or how how does that work walk us through that process
1: yeah we had, um started on the brand side because that's that's the side that i knew really well the supplier you know uh, like the west elm side of the mm-hmm. world and, um you know our conversation i think we were like listen we know you guys are struggling to a- acquire customers and get in front of people and you keep spending more on marketing. And we think this is a really effective way to get in front of people. Um, Yeah, it's that's very natural and not intrusive. And um, if you do it the right way, and um, and so that's how we got interest on the brand side. And then we signed a few hotels who were interested in making, you know, they were working with local artists and wanted to really make those products shoppable. And then Mm -hmm. Kind of just zigzagged back and forth until we had, you know, now we have thousands and thousands of uh, hospitality professionals that use us and we have about two hundred uh brands that are on the platform, well known brands like Creighton and Barrel and uh West Elm and um you know uh Castlery and Article and uh and then we also work with a lot of you know smaller more boutique brands mm-hmm. um as well.
0: I love the idea of the, the local artisans as well. Um, how do they find you or do you find them?
1: That's been a little bit tougher. I mean, we've found, we need to build out better technology to support the local artists. Cause it's mm-hmm. very different than, you know, you send an order to like a crate and barrel and it just like, it like goes into a machine and goes yeah, and gets routed.
0: Sure. And
1: yeah. It. yeah, And uh, with an artist, you know, it's an email and um and they have to go and pack it and mm. we have to figure out how much it costs. And so um, like, there's a lot of things that Etsy has built to make it really easy to work with independent artists. And there's sure. things that we need to do that. Cause, mm-hmm. cause there've been times where we had a, a guest staying at a hotel who bought like $500 worth of uh, ceramics, wow. like plates and bowls sure, made by an area. And um, we emailed the artist. We're like, Hey, we got a big order. Like, do you think you could ship this out? And um, and he was like, "Well, I'm surfing for the next six weeks. Like, can we can I do oh. it when I get back?"
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we back that's not guest. good.
1: <laughs> yeah, we went to the guest and we we're like, "Hey, do you you know do you mind if if this is shipped um a little bit later out?" And and the guest was like, "No." Nah, nah, nah. Like, I can't, I don't want to wait that long. Wow. So, so there's like things like that, that have yeah. like local artists that you just did design around, you know, you need to build processes around them. and uh, we've done it for a handful of, of artists, but we haven't, eventually when we build that up, we will go to a lot of local artists and go to our properties and just tell us like, who do you like, you know, who do you buy? Yeah. Do you buy stuff from a local artist? Introduce them and let's get them set up. So,
2: so when it, so when it comes to, um, connecting, like. Cause I know you all work in uh, and represent Airbnbs. So, when it comes to that crowd, you know, because they're everywhere, they're like tucked into different neighborhoods and around and whatever. So, how do you bring them in?
1: That's a good uh, question. Well, we do, I do a lot of podcasts like this to try and evangelize Minoan and get the word out. <laughs> we have a good referral program and we get a lot of word of mouth. So, um, when we first started, it was pretty slow, you know, we'd like onboard a, a dozen hosts a week, and then just the network got bigger and bigger and people really loved the service. And so they told other hosts, we found that it's very community driven, you know, mm-hmm. hosts tend to know other hosts. And so you just focused on delivering a really good experience for a host and then hoping that that experience is strong enough to inspire them to tell others. Um, and so that's been sort of the, the growth engine for us so far.
2: Okay, so pretty kind of organic.
1: Yeah, we we just started dabbling in some like paid like to test, you know, to test things like reels on Instagram and stuff like that. But it's it's a very small percentage. Um, well, we work with some like part like content creators um, who help create a lot of content around people who are just getting started with rentals, which is a good resource, but. But the vast majority of it is is organic um and yeah, we've done some experiment with our own like trying to run our own ads but it's such a small amount of you know it's like such a small amount of spend that we don't you know we prefer we for the organic route I
0: love cool. this What do you see as like a um the most demanded product or what's kind of like in style right now? what are people looking for asking for buying?
1: Yeah. Um, guests are, are always buy a lot of bedding. So, okay. uh, sheets, pillows, pillowcases, duvets. Yes. Um, but we sell all sorts of stuff to guests. I mean, we mm-hmm. sold the cooking pan. Uh, recently we sell tea kettles like these fellow tea kettles, these gooseneck really stylish. tea. tea oh, kettles. Th-
0: that's the, 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 with the skinny. Whatever. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I've seen those. Okay. You
1: know, <laughs> a lot of guests will use those in a property and, and buy that. And it's a good price point where it's not so expensive. That
0: yeah.
1: reachable, But, you know, it's uh, but they're not cheap, certainly. Right. Um, on the host side, you know, I'm not a designer. I, you'd yeah. probably want to ask one of our designers that question. But. um, Yeah, I, I think I've, I think that we're seeing a lot of hosts and uh, hotels, I think, taking design being designed forward and mm-hmm. designing a specific brand we're mm-hmm. hearing a lot more of that certainly and i think what's happening is that um particularly in rentals it's really it's grown so much there's so many short term rentals in the yeah, market right. and um, and it's really competitive yeah and so someone you know someone who could who could make a lot of money by just being one of very few rentals in galveston you know Mm -hmm. maybe four or five years ago now there's tons of them and so it's like how do we Mm -hmm. stand out so the focus on design and design as a differentiator is important which has been you know that that's been a strategy in in traditional hospitality forever it's like who's your customer and then design around that customer Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. needs to trickle through everything and so you obviously you have hotels that are of catering to different um groups. And you know, yeah. like uh That's true. choice. You know, choice has a, a very strong strategy around the hotels that they operate and yeah uh, and where they want to be. And then it goes up to like, you know, you guys know this better than I do, but uh IHG and mm-hmm. then
0: mm-hmm, Open mm-hmm. And
1: Marriott, and then Ritz Carlton, and then Weston, and and they all have sub brands to do this too. And so I yeah. think um, yeah, one thing we're seeing is i think short term rental hosts are starting to realize that segmentation is important um and they want to be you know in the medium to higher end because those are uh the rentals that the cash flow that have really you know strong cash flow mm-hmm.
0: so if i am in the boutique or in the short term uh rental airbnb <laughs> and i see the kettle i mean is there like a placard posted with a qr code or something how do i know that i can that i too can be an owner of that how do, how do, how do i know
1: yeah so we um we have these powder coated note card stands that we'll put okay. in the room that have a nice qr code it's very tasteful it's like we don't want price tags hanging from everything
0: <laughs> yeah cuz uh, i was wondering <laughs> is it is yeah, it yeah. like nascar
2: it's this room NASCAR. is for sale. No, not <laughs> right. This subtle. is NASCAR. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Our mantra is to be present but not overwhelming. So yeah, we want people to know that it's there, but
0: yeah.
1: But um, but like not intrude. I mean a lot of people go on vacation and they're not interested in that. Yeah. And so for those people, we want it to be there, but not in their mm-hmm. face. In yeah. Face. Um, but a lot of people, you know, inspiration strikes with the products there. And so we want to make sure that they they have an easy path. Sure. And then uh, a lot of the properties will also do emails to guests either before the stay or after the stay to to just as a reminder, like, hey, if you really like anything, you know, we can take care of you and get it uh, shipped to you in this easy experience.
0: That's awesome. So I'm not staying at the Airbnb and I'm not staying at the boutique. Um, (laughs) How do I get that tea kettle, Mark?
1: (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, We don't have... Uh, we don't have a way for for people to shop. I mean, any you know, like we work with Mint House. Mint House has the Fellow Tea Kettle in their property. You don't have to be a guest to go to the Mint House shop okay. and buy yeah. it. So anyone, uh, anyone can buy it. But um, but we haven't really done promotion with our sure. hotels around like how to get people who aren't coming to the. To okay. The
0: All right. Well, I'll just have to come to the rental. That's fine. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that and shop the, <laughs> and shop the rental. I love that. That's such a cool idea. Yeah, it it's really, really, it really is. is. It really is. So tell us where we can find you.
1: Yeah, you can find us at a um, is our site. If you're in hospitality and interested in, in using us and, and getting discounts, you know, getting the discounts we have with uh, brands and suppliers, you can, click the join us button in the top right to apply. Um, and then, uh, you know, we have a lot of tips that we're posting on Instagram. Our handle is just Minoan Experience. And so we're constantly trying to push out uh, content to to help people think about design and furnishing and just interesting stuff that we think it can be helpful.
0: Excellent. Is there right. anything else that you want to share that perhaps I, I have not asked?
1: Um. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, the one thing that that I like to to throw out there when talking to hotels and hospitality professionals in general is that, you know, we've always thought of ourselves as playing in the experience economy. I mean, and we do, you know, that's like the bread and butter of hospitality is the experience economy. Mm -hmm. There's another economy that is very relevant that is. Uh, very large, potentially larger, which is the attention economy, mm. and that's that's sort of where companies like Google and Facebook make almost all of their money is monetizing these moments of attention, and um, and we believe that these types of spaces are creating moments of attention that are way more valuable, yeah, <laughs> than what can happen on Google and Facebook, and that if you start to think about your business as playing in the experience economy but also playing in the attention economy um it can be really drastic uh in terms of how you think about almost everything that you do and services that you offer and and it just opens up a lot of doors so that's the one thing that i would encourage people to think about
0: that's awesome
2: and it's just
0: it's cool yeah yeah it really is mark thank you so much for your time we appreciate it we enjoyed learning about the minoan experience and uh hopefully i'll get to one of these uh one of these boutique or vacation rentals asap (laughs) (laughs) we have a bunch
1: in texas in uh oh shoot what's the area think it's like, like Texas Mine Country. I mean, we oh, got I was going to
0: say, yeah, like the Hill Country. Yeah, like yeah. near Austin.
1: Fredericksburg, I think. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's kind of far, All maybe. right.
0: Fredericksburg, that's <laughs> what we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I got, I'm writing that down. All oh, right. In Fredericksburg. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Mark, thank you so much again. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
1: It was a great conversation.
0: Thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. We appreciate your support of the show. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you.